You're listening to the Gospel Project for Preschool and Kids Weekly Leader Training. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Gospel Project for Kids Weekly Leader Training Podcast. My name is Delanie Williams and I am joined today by Suzanne Burnett. Hey Suzanne. Hey Delanie. Hey, we are so excited that you're here today for today's episode. And then you will be with us for the next four episodes as well as we talk about Unit 18. That's right. And I am so excited to be here today because, Delany, this is my favorite Bible story. It is. Now, we'll keep the listeners in suspense just a little bit longer because since this is a new unit, that means we also have um, a new unit description, new key passage, and new big picture question and answer. And so I'll go ahead and say the description of the unit and the title. The title is The People Prepare. This is a unit that has five sessions. So the previous two have had four sessions. So this is a five session unit. And the description is God had made good on his promise to bring the people back into the land, but they were still waiting on another promise for God to send the ultimate rescuer. God's people began to prepare for the Messiah's arrival. But even so, as always, they couldn't escape the allure of sin. And so that's what we're going to see all through these, this session and the next four sessions. And so as, we, as I mentioned, at the beginning of each unit, we have a new big picture question and answer and a new key passage. And so, Suzanne, if you'll go ahead and tell our listeners what the big picture question and answer is and what the key passage is. Yes. So our big picture question and answer for this unit for younger preschool is how should we feel when we make wrong choices? And the answer is when we make wrong choices, we should feel sorry that we have disobeyed God and want to obey Him. And for our older preschool, the question and answer are similar, and but there's a small difference. And so I'm going to read you that one as well. So the question is, how should we feel when we sin? When we sin, we should feel sorry that we have disobeyed God and choose to obey Him. And then lastly, for our kids for this unit, the question is, how should we feel when we sin? And the answer is, when we sin, we should feel sorry that we have disobeyed God and want to turn from our sin because we love him. And so also for this unit, we have a new key passage. And so our key passage comes from 2 Corinthians 7.10. And so our phrase for our babies and toddlers is, we should feel sorry when we disobey God. For our younger preschool, that phrase is, We should feel sorry when we disobey God and want to obey Him. And for our older preschool, again from 2 Corinthians 7.10, our verse is, Godly grief produces a repentance that leads to salvation without regret. And lastly, the verse for our kids is, For godly grief produces a repentance that leads to salvation without regret. But worldly grief produces death. Thank you so much, Suzanne. I appreciate you you sharing that and talking about each of those specific ages and how the big picture question and answer and key passage may differ depending on the age group. 
So now since we've talked about the important things for the unit, let's go ahead and talk about this particular session. It's unit 18, session one. And Suzanne, I know you're real excited about this session. So why don't you go ahead and talk about, or just even say what the title is and where it's found in the Bible. Yes. So the title is Esther. Esther saved her people. And that is coming from the book of Esther. There you go. The book of Esther. So great. So thank you. I know, and, and not to take anything away from the last part of our episode where we talk about what's excited, what excites you about this, because I know we talked about this even before we started recording, just about what this story means to you personally and growing up and all that. So that's just a little teaser for the last little part of our episode, but I know that you are excited about this being our, our um, Bible story for this session. And so I'll go ahead and talk about what the big idea for this session is. We want to remember that God has always cared for his chosen people. Long ago, God made a covenant with Abraham and promised to make him into a great nation. So he promised that through Abraham, the whole world would be blessed. And God is always faithful to his promises. Even when his people disobeyed, God was still faithful. God was making a way for his people to be saved. Though his people were taken captive to Babylon, God's faithful promise to protect his people and bless the nations through them would not fail. So in this session, we will learn about how God saves his people from an evil plan meant to destroy them. And as we look at our Christ connection, I want to go ahead and talk about what the kids' Christ connection is. And it is, God was in control over Haman's evil plan to destroy the Jews. Like Haman, Satan wants to ruin God's plan and destroy believers. Satan thought he had won when Jesus died on the cross. But God raised Jesus from the dead and defeated Satan once and for all. All who believe in Jesus are rescued from sin and death. And so, Suzanne, you know, part of our episode, we always talk about the, some activities that may need a little extra prep time or either some helpful tips that we want to share with our, our leaders and teachers as they prepare. And so, why don't you go ahead and start and talk about some activities in our preschool resources? Yes, absolutely. So for our babies and toddlers, there is an activity called Make a Scepter. We're going to see lots of scepters um, throughout this particular session. And so for this one, it's called Make a Scepter. And I know that sometimes gathering all of those cardboard tubes can be a challenge. Maybe you're section in your supply closet is depleted because of activities we've had in the past. So an idea here is that you could make your own cardboard tube by just creating a cylinder shape with heavyweight paper and then securing the top and the bottom of that with staples that makes your own your own scepter instead of having to use those cardboard scepters. Another option here is instead of each baby or toddler having their own scepter, you yourself can just maybe make three of those ahead of time and then the babies and toddlers can play with them. 
instead of them taking one home, if you wanted to kind of mix it up a little bit. For our younger preschoolers, we have an activity called also Decorate a Scepter. And so for this, you could use cardboard. You could use like what I just talked about, about making your own with the heavyweight paper, or you could use a pool noodle to decorate as well. And the kids would probably really enjoy that. For our older preschool, we have an activity called Make a Queen Puppet, and this is actually a printable that you'll be using this week. And so in the leader guide, it says to use paper sacks to make this puppet, but if you don't have those on hand, something that would be really easy is to use a jumbo craft stick instead and glue that to the back of the queen puppet. And so that just, that gives the kids something different and that may be an easier supply to gather, especially if you have a larger group. Right. And, you know, Suzanne, it may be easier for them to handle as well as, you know, like you said, they're creating that puppet. So that's some great insight and some fun activities. And like you said, we'll be doing scepters. I'm sure there's some crowns in there somewhere as well. We've, we've been doing a lot of crowns in the past as we've been studying about different kings. And so now to add a little variety, we're also having scepters. Thank you so much for sharing those. And so I do want to share one of the kids' activities for this week, and that is found in our midweek resource, and it is the Love Option 1 Bible Art Journaling. If you know someone in your church who does Bible Art Journaling, you can invite the person to come to your class and talk about how this practice helps them connect with God's Word. Now, Suzanne, let's go ahead and talk about what excites us or stands out to us about this session. Now, I know, like I had mentioned earlier, you're real excited about this. You love this story. So I I want you to go ahead and share first about why you're excited about this session. Yes. So this has always been one of my favorite Bible stories. And I think, you know, when I think about those stories when we were a kid that really like just stood out to you, those stories that you just really treasured, this one was a really big one for me because it had it had a queen in it. It had, you know, just, you know, the idea of a queen and a crown. And she was so brave. And I remember as a little girl hearing this story, I just was like, wow, like I want, I'm going to be like her. And because a lot of times we hear a lot of stories about the faithful men in the Bible, you know, the Jacob and Moses and Abraham and Noah. And so then when you get to hear about like a girl, a woman who is faithful, like that's just really exciting. And so I think that this story is really going to mean a lot um, to all of your kids this week, but maybe to those girls in your class, the little girls that hear this story that, you know, that they can be faithful, that there are women who are strong. And so it reminds me that God can use anyone to fulfill his promises. But most importantly, like nothing can stop the plans of God. That when God has create, has a plan that he has created that will be carried out, that nothing can stop that from happening. That's such a great word. Because he's saying, I think sometimes it's even hard for us as adults to wrap our brains and remember that, that nothing can stop God. Nothing can stop his plan. Even when we may not understand what's going on, no one can stop his plan. We can acknowledge that and remember that and trust God's in, in everything. And you know, as, as I think about this story, something like you were saying, I remember that story growing up and how exciting it was and hearing it. But I think many times when we look at this story, there's someone that is overlooked and that's Mordecai, right? And so we see how Mordecai cared and took care of Esther. 
if we even look through, we see that he was the one that talked about Haman's plan and told Esther and even reminded her that maybe God put her in the palace to save her people, the Jews. And so God used Mordecai in big ways to encourage and to support and speak truth to Esther. It makes me also think about the Mordecais in each of our lives. How are we a Mordecai to someone else? How are we a Mordecai to the boys and girls that we teach? God gives us the opportunity to invest in them and teach them about him. And so as I think about this, it reminds me of those opportunities that I have. And I pray that I'm a good steward of those opportunities and that I recognize them. And that, as you were saying, God can use anyone It's so humbling to think about the boys and girls that we teach now, how God will use them will now end in the future, you know, and we get to be a part of that preparation for them, investing in them and providing that foundation and speaking God's truth to them. So Suzanne, thank you very much for joining me today for today's episode and look forward to you being a part of the next following episodes. And so Listeners, we want to thank you for listening to today's episode of the podcast. We hope you have found it helpful as you prepare to teach the Gospel Project for Kids in Preschool. Thanks for listening to this week's leader training for the Gospel Project for Preschool and Kids. For more resources to help you focus your ministry on the gospel, please visit gospelproject.com.